If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Forensic Psychology is a podcast that provides an illuminating window into the workings of the criminal mind. Now, here's your host, Dr. Carlos. Welcome back, everybody. Today's serial killer is Psycho Shankar, looking over at India. Shankar, alias Jai Shankar, has no control over criminal instincts, one of the articles we were looking at. He was 34 years old. He spells havoc outside prison walls. The psychopath had killed eight people and raped six women in a span of 30 days. So this could explain, we're gonna, we don't have much history on him. We don't have much history in regards to his family upbringing. So we're going to have to surmise from his behaviors what we've seen common in other serial killers, right? So if you've been listening to the podcast, you know some of the things that we have mentioned that are typical of these serial killers and what kind of upbringing they had. So let's see what happens. This truck driver from Kanyanpati Village, and I apologize for not being able to pronounce these words, in Tamil Nadu, Shankar's first crime was reported on July 3rd, 2009. He attempted to rape and murder Shyamala, 45 years of age, near Hosur and Tamil Nadu. So let's start looking at this profile of these individuals. We see a 45-year-old here. Less than two months later, he murdered a woman police constable, Jayamani, 39, of an all-woman police station. Now, we don't know if he targeted her because she was an officer. That could be um, definitely depictive of somebody who's trying to control more than he normally would right you're actually targeting a police officer this is in 2009 uh, he was a truck driver it's, it's about little information we know he was a truck driver he married his wife at age 15 he had several children so that's what we got now truck drivers we all know is another not a common profession but with things we have seen in serial killers is a profession where they can travel and commit these serial murders, especially if they can attract hitchhikers or go and visit prostitutes or whatnot, individuals that have a harder time being identified by police or don't get noticed that they're missing, unfortunately. So I don't know if that's the same for him or not, but it is interesting that he chose, he has that profession or had. He befriended single women and took them to fields where he raped and killed them. So now he befriended them, which would signify possibly an organized killer, right? They tend to be manipulative and charming. Between 2009 and 2011, he was accused of 13 rape and murder cases, seven rape cases in Tirupur, Salem, and Dharmapuri districts. He landed in police custody in 2011. He was being transported from Salem. This is where the story really goes wild. He was being transported from Salem Central Jail in uh, Dharmapuri sub-jail when he managed to escape from police. One of the two constables escorted him, ended up killing himself with his service rifle, fearing disciplinary action. He was so embarrassed and ashamed, ashamed about what happened. Shankar straight away headed to interior Karnataka in the 30-day period spread over March and April. He committed serial rapes and killings in Chitra, Durga, and Tumkur. So you can see he really has this bloodlust right now. Um, could be symbolic of a psychotic break. 
uh, having so many killings in such a short period of time, especially right after he uh, he escapes. It's almost like he realized he was going to get caught. They were on to him, and now he's going to have to do as much killing as he possibly can. The crimes bore a striking resemblance to the Tamil Nadu killings. Around 4,000 posters were put up at Dabas and highways calling for reward to anyone providing clues about him. He was finally picked up from Zalki Bijapur district when a woman he tried to rape in a field raised an alarm. Police officers who tracked him down said uh, Shankar leaves few clues behind. He carries no mobile phone when outside the prison. So again, another example of an organized killer. He was lodged in central prisons and was under treatment for psychiatric problems. He was convicted of two rape and murder cases in another town called Karnataka. So again, we see here he's got these patterns, right? We see a lot of the patterns of an organized serial killer. And we're going to be looking at more in a minute about him. So again, he was a truck driver. When he was when he escaped the first time for police, he ended up we did say he, he ended up murdering and, and raping women. Uh, he murdered six women in Valerie and killed a man and a child in Darnpuri. Now, this is where he kind of went off a little bit of his M.O. Uh, normally, he was just killing and raping women, but this time he killed a man and a child, which were probably impeding him in some fashion, unfortunately. The police and added that special teams from Combat Tour and Valerie were hunting for him. We have received specific information that the accused Shankar raped and murdered six women. So the police were trying to hunt him down. After reaching Delhi, Shankar reportedly threw away the mobile phone he was using on his way from Salem to Bellary and Bangalore. I don't know who he was calling. That would be interesting. They didn't mention that in any of the articles. But it would be interesting if he was calling someone. But again, he had the wherewithal to, not the wherewithal, but he had the sense to get rid of his cell phone. Again, organized killer to some capacity. Jay Shankar raped and murdered six women. We talked about that. We were uh, 33-year-old Sankar alias Shashankar, uh, accused of murdering women, or sorry, murdering women. We're looking here for um, more specifics on on him. So we're going to look for one more thing before we get to go here. So let's look at look now we got some more specifics of some of his crimes in august 20 2009 shankar raped and murdered 39 year old police constable as we mentioned originally stationed at the kangayam all women police station jaimani was on a temporary duty during the visit of deputy chief minister stalin jay shankar kidnapped her and raped her several times before killing her so this is definitely an organized killer because they usually have remember it's a um, post-mortem rape is usually what happens with a disorganized killer? The police recovered Jaimani's body a month later, so you definitely obviously hit it. Uh, Shankar and his partner in crime, Mohan Selva, were charged with the murder of 50-year-old Tangamar Ponaya. Now, this could explain what he had his cell phone since he had a partner in crime for at least some of these events. Later in 2014, the two were acquitted in this case due to insufficient evidence resulting from lapses in investigation. The first escape, he actually had another escape in 2011. Jashankar escaped to Karnataka, where he raped him. Actually, no, wait a minute. 
in March 2011, his first escape, yes, that was the one where he escaped and killed six people. His second escape was in May of 2011. The police had put up wanted posters seeking information. This is his second arrest about, Jane, about Shankar in public places. Eventually, what happened, Shankar reached Elagi village on a stolen motorcycle. He approached a woman who was working alone in a field and asked her for water and food. He then tried to rape her. But Chandrala Kalala raised the alarm. Her husband and a friend came to rescue her. Shankar tried to flee, but was caught by the villagers. Now, this is where he makes his second escape. In 2013, Shankar was kept at the Parapana Jail in Bangalore. He was sentenced to 27 years in prison. At the Bangalore Jail, he underwent treatment for psychiatric problems. On August 31st, 2013, the police took Shankar to the court and Tumcor near Bangalore. After returning, Shankar feigned uneasiness and was admitted to the hospital within the prison premises. He managed to secure a duplicate key somehow and use it at 2 a.m. on September 1st when the daily change of guards took place. This police suspected an insider helped him get the duplicate key, of course. He scaled a 20-foot wall, then walked atop a 15-foot wall, and finally scaled a 30-foot wall. He managed to cross the electric fence safely since it was not functional that night. He reportedly carried with him a bamboo pole balancing on the walls and a bedsheet to serve as a cushion over the glass pieces on the wall top. He was injured during the escape and drops of blood were found outside the wall. He was reportedly wearing a police uniform during his escape. Eleven jail staff, including three warrants, three wardens, two jailers, and six security guards were suspended following his escape to reprimand them for allowing to escape. The police issued a red alert to all police stations and urged women to be careful in isolated places. Uh, then what happened is during his escape, Shankar had fractured his leg while jumping that 30-foot high wall. He did not contact his family in Tamil Nadu. Soon after his escape, a police informant managed to get in touch with him. The informant lured him to a dilapidated building near the Kudlu Gate in Bangalore with the promise of a motorbike to facilitate his escape outside the city. There, the police arrested Shankar. The surgery on his leg having been completed, Shankar was sent to central prison before beginning his sentence. He was kept in a high-security cell with 24-7 CCTV monitoring. It was decided that in case of another illness, he would be treated inside of his cell instead of being taken to a hospital. On February 2018, five years later, Shankar unsuccessfully tried another escape from the Bangalore Central Prison. After this plot, he was held in solitary confinement. Subsequently, two days later, he committed suicide by slitting his own throat. The jail staff found them lying on the floor during their daily rounds and provided him first aid. So you can see when it comes to Psycho Shankar here, obviously uh, an organized killer because he hid the bodies. He manipulated and charmed the women, at least befriended them in some capacity. He didn't mention anything about blitz attacks. He had a profession that allowed him to see women out and about when he was driving around. Now, his wife did say he left them at a young age. So this could be another reason maybe why he wasn't affected by that. Either way, Psycho Shankar definitely seems to be um, an organized killer, maybe having some issues with psychosis, uh, maybe delusional. We don't know if he had any of that. Could have been a psychopath for all we know. We don't have enough information, but we do see, again, the MO of trying to hide the bodies because some of those bodies took a long time to be discovered. And that's about it for today. Thanks for listening, everyone. 
If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. 